Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Thursday, July 28th. The next hearing in the Auditor-Controller Contest is August 10th. More on that in a moment, but first, we'll start out with regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today sunny and hot with a high near 97. Tonight, low 68. Tomorrow, 98, sunny and hot again. Sacramento, today sunny and hot, high 97. Tonight, low 62, Friday, 98 and hot again. Truckee Tahoe, today sunny, high near 91. Tonight, low 55, Friday, 91 and sunny. Placerville, sunny and a high of 95, Angels Camp, 99 and sunny. And Stockton set a precipitation record on Tuesday. They had a trace of rain for the first time ever on July 26th. This story comes our way from Ubinet. The two candidates in the June contest for Nevada County Auditor-Controller and their lawyers attended a hearing before Nevada County Superior Court Judge Robert Tice Raskin yesterday. The outcome of the hearing was a date set for both parties to meet and confer by August 3rd, then bring their conclusions to the court on August 10th for a hearing. Rob Tribble, who won the June primary, was represented by attorney Brian Hildreth. Uh, his opponent in the race, Jenna Will, was represented by attorney James Sutton. The complaint filed by Will seeks to find out if Tribble meets the required qualifications for the office. Until yesterday, Tribble declined to present any evidence that he meets the requirement. Yesterday morning, Tribble filed a declaration with the court just before the hearing. According to the declaration, Tribble signed a contract in 2018 to manage, quote, a complex sale of the assets of a $600 million privately held company. The sale involved dividing the business for sale by the three primary owners of the business to a potential buyer of the business. Tribble says that project began in February of 2018 and went until approximately the end of October 2019. Tribble also outlined two other fiscal management jobs, one beginning in July of 2018 and going to the present, dealing with a company's intellectual properties. He estimates their financial value as $60 million. Also with the same company, he entered an agreement in March of 2019 for 21 additional fiscal management of the company's other intellectual properties. The declaration does not name the companies. It lists three non-disclosure agreements. The declaration continues to outline Tribble's participation in the 2021 grand jury. In addition to the foregoing, he says, in July 2021, I was selected to the grand jury of Nevada County and conducted financial and fiscal analyses on behalf of the jury. But Eubanet notes he fails to acknowledge his participation lasted only four months, July through October, after which he was replaced by an alternate. Both parties will meet and attempt to come to a resolution as directed by Judge Tice Raskin. I'll see you all back on Wednesday, August 10th. Best of luck in connection with your meeting confer process. I'll look forward to hearing what will hopefully be the fruitful results of that process by August 3rd. And if that process should not bear as much fruit as you all anticipate, I'll look forward to receiving any requests for relief and your supporting authority also on August 3rd. And this report comes to us from the Union Newspaper of Grass Valley. Attorneys on behalf of Sage Crawford's children are suing Nevada County and the deputies present when she was fatally shot. The suit, filed in May in Nevada County Superior Court, is asking for general, punitive, and special damages, including those for future wage loss, income, and medical expenses, as well as attorney's fees. The county, as well as deputies Caleb Toderin and Matthew Harrison, are listed as defendants. A court hearing is set for early October. No trial date has been set. The suit alleges that Crawford's shooting, which happened in February of 2021, led to emotional distress, fear, trauma, loss of support, comfort, and love. Plaintiffs watched as their mother was shot 
and saw her collapse from the injuries and began screaming and crying, the suit states. Both attempted to run to her after she was shot, but were stopped by a deputy and placed in the back of a patrol vehicle. Crawford was fatally shot after deputies responded to suspicious circumstances in Alta Sierra. They found Crawford with her children. A video shows her brandishing a knife, yelling and screaming at deputies. At one point, she ran toward an officer with a knife. A stun gun was used unsuccessfully on her, and she was then shot with a handgun. Attorneys in the suit state that they're seeking compensatory and punitive damages against the defendants for violating certain rights in connection with the, quote, wrongful death, end quote, of Crawford and emotional distress of her children. Lawyers filed the suit about two months before the Nevada County District Attorney's Office issued an after-action report on the shooting. The report states that Toterin was justified under the law and had a reasonable belief that deadly force was necessary to defend against an imminent threat of death or serious bodily injury to himself and Deputy Harrison. And here's part of a sports commentary in the Sacramento Bee by Marcos Breton. Some may be surprised by the expected announcement that the owners of the Sacramento Kings are buying the Sacramento Rivercats, but they really shouldn't be. The deal, which has been in the works for several months, makes sense for Sacramento's NBA team, its AAA minor league baseball team, and both ownership groups. For the Rivercats group, led by the Savage family, selling their family business to a local owner with deep pockets is a good deal, especially because their franchise has seen decreasing attendance since the entire 2020 minor league baseball season was lost to COVID-19. Conversely, a move to bring the Rivercats under the control of the Kings owners could create synergy in marketing and advertising between the two organizations. This deal would also signal that despite criticism endured by the Kings basketball operations for years of consecutive losing seasons, the franchise led by Vivek Ranadive continues to make big investments in the region. After purchasing the team, his group invested heavily in Golden One Center, the Kempton Sawyer Hotel, and Downtown Commons. Automated agriculture, California's strawberry harvest relies on tens of thousands of pickers, but robots may change that, the Los Angeles Times is reporting. And birthdays today include actor Daryl Hickman at 91, Garfield cartoonist Jim Davis is 77, singer Jonathan Edwards 76, actress Sally Struthers of All in the Family turns 75, guitarist Steve Morse of Deep Purple is 68, and Mark Perlman of the Jayhawks is now 61. Stay tuned for more of your Thursday morning show featuring newbies from KVMR's most recent broadcasting class and veteran Ralph Henson.